The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. This ceremony is the culmination of 244 years of a democracy. It is the moment when leaders brought to this stage by the will of the people promised to be faithful to our Constitution, to cherish it and defend it. It is the moment when they become, as we all should be, guardians of our country. And I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. Office of President of the United States. So today, at this time, in this place, let's start afresh, all of us. Let's begin to listen to one another again, hear one another, see one another, show respect to one another. Politics doesn't have to be a raging fire, destroying everything in its path. Every disagreement doesn't have to be a cause for total war. Well, just some of the sounds from uh, this morning's inauguration ceremony. You heard it live right here on 630 Chet. A historic day on Capitol Hill today, two weeks after it was stormed by armed insurgents, a dignified ceremony pomp and circumstance returned as Joe Biden was officially sworn in as 46th president of the United States. Just prior to that, Kamala Harris was sworn in as the first female U.S. vice president, as well as the first black woman and person of South Asian descent to hold the position. Harris was escorted to the podium where she took the oath of office by Capitol Police Officer Eugene Goodman. You might remember him. He faced down a mob of rioters as they tried to breach the Senate floor two weeks ago. I, Kamala Davy Harris, solemnly swear that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. That I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic. After Harris's swearing in, Joe Biden was sworn in as president with his hand on a Bible that's been in his family for more than a century. Biden took the presidential oath of office administered by U.S. Chief Justice John Roberts, vowing to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute, that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. Office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of my ability, will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. So help you, God. So help me, God. Congratulations, Mr. President. 
years of age, Biden becomes the oldest U.S. president in history at a scaled-back ceremony in Washington. It was pretty much largely stripped of its usual pomp and circumstance due to both the coronavirus and, of course, security concerns. In his inaugural address, President Biden declared democracy has prevailed. This is America's day. This is Democracy's Day, a day of history and hope, of renewal and resolve. Through a crucible for the ages, America has been tested anew, and America has risen to the challenge. Today, we celebrate the triumph not of a candidate, but of a cause, the cause of democracy. The people, the will of the people, has been heard people has been heeded. We've learned again that democracy is precious. Democracy is fragile. And at this hour, my friends, democracy has prevailed. Top Republicans, including Vice President Mike Pence and the party's congressional leaders, attended the inauguration along with former U.S. Presidents Barack Obama, George W. Bush and Bill Clinton. Uh, Biden's speech highlighted the concerns that many Americans have and gave an indication of where the administration would be focusing its attention on in the coming days. We'll press forward with speed and urgency, for we have much to do in this winter of peril and significant possibilities. Much to repair, much to restore, much to heal, much to build, and much to gain. Few people in our nation's history have been more challenged or found a time more challenging or difficult than the time we're in now. Once in a century virus that silently stalks the country has taken as many lives in one year as America lost in all of World War II. Millions of jobs have been lost. Hundreds of thousands of businesses closed. A cry for racial justice some 400 years in the making moves us. The dream of justice for all will be deferred no longer. survival comes from the planet itself, a cry that can't be any more desperate or any more clear. And now, a rise of political extremism, white supremacy, domestic terrorism that we must confront and we will defeat. There has been a lot of talk about healing by pundits and commentators and politicians themselves over the past number of months and and how that happens in a country that appears to be so very divided. President Biden doubled down on his commitment and his promise to be a president for all Americans, not just those who voted for him. I'm humbled by the faith you've placed in us. To all those who did not support us, let me say this. Hear me out as we move forward. Take a measure of me and my heart. If you still disagree, so be it. That's democracy. That's America. The right to dissent peaceably within the guardrails of our republic is perhaps this nation's greatest strength. You hear me clearly. 
This agreement must not lead to disunion. And I pledge this to you. I will be a president for all Americans. All Americans. And I promise you, I will fight as hard for those who did not support me as for those who did. He promised not only to try to heal the wounds at home, but heal relationships around the world and move forward on the challenges facing countries uh, right around the globe. We all understand the world is watching, watching all of us today. So here's my message to those beyond our borders. America has been tested and we've come out stronger for it. We will repair our alliances and engage with the world once again. Not to meet yesterday's challenges, but today's and tomorrow's challenges. And we'll lead, not merely by the example of our power, but by the power of our example. Uh, that was Joe Biden in his first inaugural, well, first, I guess, his inaugural address as he becomes uh, 46th president of the United States. Also this morning, uh, music from Garth Brooks, Jennifer Lopez, Lady Gaga sang the anthem. Uh, the youngest uh, poet laureate of the U.S. Uh, gave a very moving uh, reading of a poem that, uh, that she has written. It was really, really powerful. We know that... Following the departure from uh, the platform where the ceremony was held, he went on to, to sign a paperwork in the president's room within the U.S. Capitol. Uh, afterwards, reviewed troops uh, before departing and traveling to Arlington National Cemetery for a ceremony with uh, the former presidents uh, who were in attendance. Security-wise, so far so good. The FBI uh, had warned of the possibility for armed demonstrations. And of course, uh, lots of people um, kept away, uh, again, because of security concerns and because of COVID and the security presence uh, uh, around the Capitol building on the mall, um, uh, very, very heavy today. Now, we also know that later today, sometime today, uh, President Biden expected to pull the presidential permit for Calgary-based TC Energy's Keystone XL pipeline project. Uh, he had campaigned on this, and we know that uh, on Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, on some of the first papers, the transition papers uh, that came out, we saw uh, the list, the to-do list, the first things on that list, some of the executive orders, and on there was uh, the suspension of, uh, of that permit, and of course, uh, bad news uh, for Alberta, bad news for certainly uh, the hundreds upon hundreds of people. Uh, who are working on that um, because of uh, that expectation uh, TC Energy announced today it has suspended work on uh, the the project and TC Energy saying that Biden's move will lead to thousands of layoffs and overturn extensive regulatory reviews that found the pipeline would move energy in an environmentally responsible way and bolster North American security. Uh, 
Uh, as you heard Eileen mention in her newscast, Premier Kenny will be holding a news conference later this afternoon um, and uh, we'll have uh, the details from that. So uh, more to come from Washington today. Reggie Cicchini will check in just after 2.30. Just after 3 o'clock, we're going to talk about that relationship between Canada and the U.S. I think there's a lot of folks out there um, that may um, assume that it's going to be a better one. I think we can expect that it's going to be uh, a more uh, collegial uh, relationship between uh, the Trudeau administration and the Biden administration, but let's make no mistakes. There are uh, things happening. There are um, there are policies under the Biden administration that are going to have or will have or are expected to have big impact on, on Canada. And 